What is going on, everybody? We are live here with an Investor Thrive Painless Wholesaling Podcast where we try to make wholesaling painless for you, all right? It can be painful. If you've done wholesaling and you have no idea what you're doing, it can be painful. But our goal is to make it painless. And, and the way we're going to do that today is by having our guest, Jason Lavender, on here. And he's going to show us how he has gone from flipping to wholesaling to now buying holds and how he's got his business on autopilot. He doesn't even really know what wholesale deals are going on because he's he's the freaking man. And that's how you do it. So, Jason, what's up, brother? Hey, Nathan. Good, good. What's up, man? Uh, yeah, I mean, I like I'm doing that. good. I, yeah, we talked a little bit before and, uh, you know, uh, it's been a busy day, but it's this is about you. You know, it's, we're, we're here to hear about the man, the myth, the legend. So tell me, Jason, for the people that don't really uh, maybe know you, give us kind of 30 second intro to, to who you are and let's uh, let's go right into it. Yeah. So my name is Jason Lavender. I'm in the Wichita, Kansas market. Born and raised here. Got a family, uh, two grown kids. And uh, I jumped in real estate in 2017. Prior to that, I was uh, in construction, 25-year run in construction. I loved it. But 2017, I jumped in, bought a house in an online auction. That was my first flip. And rest is history, man. I went full-time in 2020 and haven't looked back. Wow. Okay. And what with the family, when you went full time into this, was your was your wife was she a little skeptical or was uh, was it full support? Kind of tell me about that. No, I'm a lifelong entrepreneur. She's taken this journey with me on different businesses that I've run. I mean, I've I've done e-commerce, we've done dropship, Amazon. You know, I've I've had my construction business and iterations of that. So no, uh, the last real job I had was in high school where I worked for somebody else, and so no, I'm full support and and uh, I mean real That's estate. Awesome. Is a ride, but uh, yeah, we, we we wouldn't have it any other way. So tell me, how important is it to have a wife or a family that supports you? Like, uh, do you feel like you could have done it without the support? Possibly, but I can tell you, talking to my own students that do not have that kind of support or do not have the people on the sidelines cheering them on, it is exponentially harder. I had the luxury of having a family, uh, wife and kids that, uh, you know, support. And, you know, we've had to find balance. I mean, quite honestly, I've, I've gone overboard um, in business and, you know, really to the detriment of my family. Um, and so, mm -hmm. you know, we've had some really, really good talks on that and refocus, but yeah, having support in any endeavor, I mean, you've got to surround yourself with people that are going to feed and fuel, uh, what your goals are and what you're trying to accomplish. And if I had, you know, if you've got family, if I had ha had family that wasn't supportive, mm -hmm. you know, I would need to, you know, refocus. I would have to, you know, draw my energy from other people that were supportive of it and, you know, more or less punch a clock. And that's, that's quite honestly what some of my students have had to do is you know a spouse or family that isn't supportive just yeah. like all right don't lean into them you know they're gonna kill and crush the entrepreneurial spirit that's trying to grow in you you got to lean yeah. into a different lean into a different tribe and you know continue to maintain that relationship with your family but yeah it's it's vitally important to be around people that are gonna uh help you grow for sure and let me ask you, you said you've done multiple ventures as an entrepreneur have they all been super successful no <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they've all had some success to one degree or another, but uh, no, I mean, just a lifelong entrepreneur. You know, like I said, I'd, I'd done drop shipping. I actually owned a bookstore for, we had a family bookstore for a long time. I mean, you know, there's no money in used books. Uh, <laughs> just, I mean, different things, but I, I flipped cars for a while. I mean, I yeah. flipped furniture. I mean, it wasn't until I started <laughs> Thankfully, the light bulb went off. I'm like, you know what? I can make, you know, hundreds of dollars flipping this other stuff, but I need to, I got to get into real estate. And so I did yeah. in 2017. Yeah. Game over. It was, that was a game changer. Wow. Well, what made you, I'm curious about the bookstore. What made you want to do a bookstore? Do you like books? 
No. Well, I mean, no, I like I like owning businesses. I like, you know, yeah. being a self-starter. And uh, actually, on, that, on the bookstore, that was my, my dad's idea. He actually started it. And I was living in Texas at the time. And he called me up and said, hey, I want to start a bookstore. Will you come run it? And, you know, I was down there just goofing off. I mean, I was I was 20 at the time. And mm-hmm. I think he'd started it to try to give me something to do. But yeah, I mean that was a, I mean that was a fun venture. I mean it, it really was. But uh, you know I did that for a number of years and started my construction uh, company. I had primarily a painting and remodeling company, and you know uh, I mean always looking, always looking for the next you know endeavor or business to you know latch onto. I mean I've always been a hustler, and real estate's really taught me a lot of discipline to get out of being the hustler and being a business owner. Yeah. Uh, did you go to school? <laughs> I play. I I went to one year of junior college. Played mm-hmm. soccer. I'm a lifelong soccer player. Oh, I've wow. played for a couple of years now, though. But uh, have you been loving? Yeah, have you been it, loving the World Cup? Oh my God! Don't get me started. Yes, hundred yeah. percent. The final. Uh, I don't know when this will air, but the final will be over. But please, I'm open Argentina. Get Messi oh yeah, you're giant Messi fan, huh? Oh yeah. Huge, huge, huge. He's amazing. So yeah, he's amazing. Love, love, love soccer and. Uh, uh, but yeah, school wasn't for me. I. It wasn't for me. I mean, I made catastrophic, terrible life decisions in school and a couple of years after. And I mean, that was the segue for my dad to, you know, give me a ring and say, hey, you want to put your life together and come up here and yeah. help us do this? And so we did. Honestly, it probably saved me. Yeah. Now now that you look back, it, it saved you, huh? That must uh, it must be. It's really, you know, what's interesting as an entrepreneurs, you go, you grind, you go, go. And then you sit back and you're like, man, look where I am right now. I mean, I'm a, I mean, we're talking about your bookstore right now. And you're like, wow. And you're about to go see a property you're about to go buy. Like, how, how cool is that feeling? Amazing. You know what? I have an immense gratitude for where God's brought me, where, you know, where I'm at now. I think without that perspective, you know, life can get really jaded and, and purpose uh, is always, is lacking, I think, without that, uh, gratitude. So, yeah, I mean, I look back to where, uh, and to be honest, I mean, it, it did keep me kind of in a small mindset for a long time, you know, just, just being happy with kind of what, you know, whatever was happening to me. And so I think there's a, a great deal to be said for contentment, being happy or being content in the situation you're at, but longing and striving for more. I mean, I, I learned some concepts like, you know, there are stories that, that my life needed to live out. I mean, there's people that were counting on me to, you know, to boldly go forward with, you know, aspirations and, and to live out the story that, you know, I was called to live out. Gratitude is, is always a part of it. I mean, every step of the journey I've ever had in my adult life has been uh, one of profound importance to me. And, uh, you know, honestly, it's gotten me where I'm at now and I couldn't be more grateful. It's amazing. So I see you have a shirt on that says Christ alone. I love it. I love Jesus Christ as well. And I'm curious, have you always been a believer? Uh, have it always been a part of your life or was that something that uh, helped you get out of, I guess, that, that hard time? Yeah. Uh, great question. I love talking about three things, my faith, my family and real estate. Uh, so yeah, grinding my faith. No, I, my, my dad, um, he grew up as a missionary kid. So he grew up in the Philippines and, you know, so he was a PK and, uh, that kind of much, you know, I've seen this rhythm before, uh, it kind of jaded him. It was, it was a bad experience for him. And so, Faith was very personal to him, but it, it didn't trickle down to me as a kid growing up. I mean, I can count on one hand the times we went to church, but the, fo- the foundation was there. And I had mentioned being in Texas when I got the call, my dad, you know, asking if I wanted to help start this bookstore. I mean, I was, you know, I was an addict. I was, I mean, I had nothing going for me. I mean, I, I ran down to Texas to get away. And I mean, I was deep in addiction and, right. you know, I came 
came back and I, you know, I took him up on his offer. I still wasn't clean. And, uh, you no, know, it wasn't until I found out I was going to be a dad and I was out of the blue. I, we weren't expecting that. And, you know, mm-hmm. subsequently, uh, after that still a big hot mess, but, uh, through knowing that I had a, a daughter on the way was the catalyst of changing my life. I gave my life to the Lord and there wasn't roses after that. I mean, we got married. She left. It was it was a you know hot mess for a long time. But yeah, that was the catalyst of you know me coming to grips that uh, you know I had a purpose. You know God had plans for me. I was I was deep in sin. I didn't. People didn't need to convince me like, oh, you're a sinner. You know. Yeah. Some people say oh, I'm an all right person. I'm like no, I knew I was a, I was a scumbag. By God's grace, Jesus you know washed me clean, and I'm I'm so thankful for that. And so yeah, I rep. That's him. You got to rep it. I love it. You know, and I think that's amazing that uh, you're able to, you know, you know, bounce back. Right. You know, not a lot of people can say that. Right. I mean, unfortunately, but uh, you're able to do it. So that's amazing. And and look at you now. You're crushing it in the, the real estate game. And I think I think when people try to separate, you know, their faith or their family and real estate or their jobs, I, I, I like to keep it together because that's what drives us. I mean, that's what drives me. I mean, I'm all about working hard to serve. I mean, uh, yeah. you know, me and you are both in Tom Kroll's coaching program. And one of the main reasons I wake up every day to work so hard is because I have a deep belief that everybody deserves, uh, you know, the best in life and I, I need to serve. And my belief in, in God and Christ uh, drives me, you know, and, and I'm assuming it drives you too to do your best uh, in your job yeah. and, and what you're trying to build in your in your coaching business, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I, we're all complex creatures and we cannot delineate and segment out these different parts of our life. I mean, I am who I am, you know, good, bad, and the ugly, and you know, everything that makes me who I am, I that's it. I don't put on pretenses. I don't, I'm not trying to, you know, be one way to one, one person or act a certain way. I mean, you get what you get. And so, um, but yeah, yeah. I, honestly, at my age, I'm 48. I wouldn't have it any other way. I mean, I've learned a lot along the way and yeah, making my faith a, a, a focus of, you know, who I am as a person, who I talk, you know, I, every conversation I have, like I said, I love talking about faith, family, and real estate. Um, that's awesome in that order. <laughs> yeah, no. And I think that's great. So kind of tell me a little bit, I know you've done, uh, you know, real estate, but I, I before we kind of dive into what you've done, let me, let me know what you're doing with your coaching. I'm curious uh, on what you do. Yeah. So yeah, maybe that's how we met. That's, that's awesome. So I, right up on two years ago, I, you know, much, much like anybody that's achieved any sort of success, I think in real estate, they start getting the questions like, you know, Hey, can I take you out to coffee? Can we go grab lunch? <laughs> Pick your brain, which always sounds so weird. You know, can I bend your ear? All those questions. And I, and a, a core desire of mine was to always say yes. And so I did, I mean, yeah. I, I did those uh, willingly and I'd love to have those conversations, you know, and, uh, but it, it got to be really a little overwhelming. So <clears throat> I decided two years ago to formalize that into a mentor program. So I launched that with a couple of buddies of mine uh, here locally in Wichita and really just to, to give a purpose to that. And so if somebody asks now, I say, well, you're welcome to join our mentor program and, you know, we can have conversations, but you know, I've got, you know, I've got a vehicle to do that. So what, the, what we did with that is a couple things. I mean, it served a purpose. Like I said, we're helping young investors uh, here in our local market. And uh, unfortunately the model we have now, it's, I mean, it's, it's locally driven. I mean, we've had some people from around the country, but to get the value of what we've done, you know, it's, it's kind of a hands-on and sit at the coffee shop type stuff. Uh, right. But yeah, it's, I mean, I've loved it. I loved every minute of it. We've grown that group. I mean, we've got 60 some in there now and, um, you know, brings us to the point of 
meeting you and, and uh, jumping in Tom's group is like, hey, hang on a second. I, this is 60 people. That's great. How can I help? How can I fill me up even more and help more people? And so, yeah, learning how to do this on a much larger scale, um, right. you know, still fill the, the same core of wanting to teach, you know, share experiences. I mean, I love... I talk more about the setbacks that I've had and, you know, kind of the, the, the pitfalls because I think people learn much more from that uh, oftentimes right. than the, the successes and stuff. So uh, anyway, yeah, I love talking to people about real estate and, and, and coaching and mentoring is a perfect vehicle for that. So is the goal for your coaching, you said it's more localized, is the goal to get it, uh, you know, nationwide and with no boundaries or what, what's the goal now? Yeah. So I've, I mean, with Tom's help, I've, I've got a lot of clarity and I, I love that word clarity. I mean, cause that, like really dialing in on exactly specifically what I'm wanting to do. So yeah, I'm going to continue to run and I run a local investor club and a RIA, uh, a meetup. So I'm going to continue to have a very good local presence, but yeah, my goals are, you know, we're building out our modules. We're um, getting you know, very intentional about, you know, taking what we're doing locally and making it available on a national scale. And so that's it. We're sitting here on a podcast, you know, I'm getting ready to launch a podcast too. And good stuff. Yeah. 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 I'm excited. Yeah. So let me tell you about my experience. I want to know your experience. So I, I just started a local meeting meetup because of Tom when I first joined, I think a couple months ago, and it has not been pretty. The results have not been that good up until last Wednesday, last event, which, you know, 20 people plus came, which was for me, I'm like, let's go. Right. And it was really interesting for me because I was sharing information that was so basic and, and very easy for me. It was just beginner stuff, right? Like someone came up to me after the event and was like, thank you for teaching it that way. Or thank you for uh, giving that info. And to me, I felt like amazing because I'm like, Hey man, this is, I can give this out all day. This is no problem. So I'm assuming you've probably felt like that. Like as you've been doing this for the last years where people just come up to you and they're like, thank you. And you're like, man, this is to me to give you that information. That didn't really, that's really not much to give out. Like, do you kind of feel like that when people thank you and you're like, wow, yeah, I can give you way more than that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, I love that. Love that feeling of just being able to help, you know, elevate somebody. Uh, in fact, that's the name of our mentor group is called elevate. Yeah. I mean, I, I love that. And so, yeah, to be, you know, you never know as far as meetups go. I mean, I'll tell you a little bit of my experience. Mm-hmm. So I started one about three years ago and there was like four or five of us for the first year. <laughs> we had old Chicago. We just go there and that was it. I mean, I was just faithful to the cause, man. I was just like, we're going to keep doing it. And mm-hmm. you know, we had 10 people show up and we had 12, you know, and then we got to the point where, Hey, writing's on the wall. We're going to, we've got to shift gears. And so right now we're averaging about uh, 80, 85 a month. And it's just a wow. great net- networking event. It's helped me establish myself as a, you know, somebody in my market that, you know, can host and can facilitate and, you know, knows what they're talking about. You know, I bring other people in. We primarily focus it as a networking event. Um, we're not, I don't charge anything. In fact, for the first two years, I mean, I was paying for lunch for everybody. Just, you know, I wanted to be in those circles and, you know, so we use it primarily hit as a networking event, but we've, we springboarded that into, you know, some teaching. I've got a, I've got a, a January 7th event coming up uh, called REI Jumpstart. Um, and, you know, we're, we're doing a one day, five, we're teaching out five modules. We're doing one day event again, you know, using meetups as funnels and leveraging it, you know, in a very good way, in a very organic way uh, is great. We've gotten, I've gotten fantastic deals from hosting yeah. meetups. I mean, again, cause you're the dude with the microphone and people want to come up and talk to you and Hey, I got this blah, blah, blah house. You know, I don't know what to do. I'm like, all right, great. I can meet you there tomorrow. Let's go look at it. And I can't tell how many times we've locked 
uh, you know, done deals, done a JV with somebody, um, just being the go-to person in your market is, is outstanding. Do, do you have an idea of how many deals have come from the meetup? Um, I tracked it 20. So the last 12 months, I think we've probably done about six deals just organically like that. Yeah. So it, that's definitely it's, it's something we <laughs> track. Great. Yeah. I mean, it's not the biggest one, but I mean, I that's, you, that's amazing. Though. I mean, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. especially the, the money that you spent, I mean, the return on the food, it probably paid itself back, huh? Yeah. <laughs> we, we just always do pizza. Yeah. <laughs> there other you go. people are hosting yeah. it though. I got, I got them raising their game. I'm like, I told everybody else, if you're going to host my event, provide, I said, you got to raise your game. No more pizza. So now we got good, <laughs> we got good stuff coming. What kind of what kind of pizza were you getting? Little Caesars, Papa oh, John's. No, 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 what do no, you got? No, all straight up local. We would get the ginormous thirty six inch pizzas. We get uh, three or four of those out, and it was good stuff. Yeah, I, I, at one of the events I had, I I kind of didn't plan it so i was like man it's 30 minutes in i gotta go pick up this pizza like the only thing i can get is little caesars that'll be quick enough and everyone was looking at me side-eyed when i brought it in because they're like what is this trash <laughs> get a deal with the local place so there's a place here called picasso's and they're uh they're pretty well known and yeah they sell these ginormous pizzas so they're like literally three foot pizzas and so we'll get four wow. of those and throw some salad out but yeah get a deal with somebody locally because They'll usually cut you a deal. And, you know, my guy did. But, uh, but yeah, meetups, man, again, just have, being an authority in your market uh, is great. And something else we've done, this has been kind of cool. Like I think of it as uh, in my business, there's there's a need that I have to, you know, teach teach people that, you know, are a little bit behind me, have peers that are, that are next to me, and then, you know, always looking for people that are ahead of me. And so you and I right. are both no strangers to masterminds, and I've started one here locally. Just a, it is just a, a peer you know, mastermind. I'm look. I identified a bunch of people I'm, that are really ahead of the game in me with uh, than me and in, in my local Wichita market. And yeah, man, we just get together. And you know, sometimes things like this just need somebody to facilitate. And yeah, it'd be yeah. amazing. Like you just you call up some people. You know, some people I know that are killing it. You know, maybe I've worked together with them on some deals or something. But you know, they got like a thousand doors or something like that or something crazy. And it, yeah, they'll have lunch. You know, so I've gotten 12 of these guys together in a room and it's been amazing. Some of the synergy there. And, uh, anyway, that's, that's my hot tip. Number one right there is, uh, facilitate some conversations with, you know, some, some men and women that are maybe, you know, a few steps ahead of you in your local market and work to some of those relationships, you know, relationship capital is a capital that a lot of us forget about, but mm -hmm. relationship capital is pretty key. I mean, that's, that's why I'm in the room with you right now. I mean, we're, we're in the podcast room, right? Uh, is relationships. And, and can, yeah. can you tell me a little bit more about how relationships have gotten you to the point to where you're at right now? Like relationships have gotten you to the point where you are today in real estate. Like, did you have someone that took you under their wing? Did, did, did something specific happen that you can remember uh, through a relationship that got you? Got you where you want to be? Um, you know, much like anybody, I, you know, read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I got on a Bigger Pockets podcast and like, hey, I can do this. So I jumped in. Um, I quickly knew that I needed to, I wanted to accelerate my learning curve. So I jumped into a coaching program. It was fantastic. I made some great relationships there. Which uh, one was it, by one, the way? Uh, so it was, it's now Seven Figure Flipping. So Bill Allen's group. It was okay. Justin Williams at the time. Um, so that I met Don monster, Costa. He? Oh, he's a beast. Yeah. Yeah. So in that group, though, I met Don Costa. Don was one of the coaches there. Uh, he had us out to Fresno for an event, and he and I connected pretty pretty well. And uh, even though I, I jumped out of that group, I mean, that group lapsed. He and I stayed connected, and, and uh, I reconnected with him just a few years ago. And anyway, I've been part of his inner circle elite. So it's ICE uh, Mastermind, so Don Costa. Shout out, Don Costa. Anyway, he's yeah, yeah. he's amazing. So 
Yeah, I, I really look at Don as a fantastic mentor. Uh, you know, people locally, yeah, just being able to run these meetups and seemingly insignificant conversations with somebody, but, you know, something will spark. Uh, so there's just, there's no substitute for good local networking. Yeah. And, and you know, others, of course, I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan of coaching, you know, so i you and I met with Tom Kroll. Tom is like the exceptional, the epitome of go giver and, mm-hmm. you know, just sharing knowledge. You know, I would just say we've come to a point where, uh, you know, it's a good, a good point to end. I feel like everyone get, got to know you. I got to know you really well. I think you're awesome. And I think you got a lot of value to add to, to people in the industry. So, or, or that are looking to get into the industry. Perfect, perfect. Hey, one thing I wanted to share, you know, I, I'm a, you know, you and I both know Tom, uh, you know, he's a proponent of a, a go-giver. So of course. Something I wanted to share with your audience. I want to tell you, uh, there, we got a list that's been hitting for us pretty hard. Yeah. And if it's all right, I'll share it. And I'll just kind of give you the mechanics of it. You're welcome to share the list and anything else you want to share uh, about your community so people can reach you. But yeah, go ahead. All right. Perfect, perfect. So we call it a flip neighbor list. So essentially what this is, you know, they say the best list is the one you make yourself, right? So mm-hmm. driving for dollars is kind of the, the standard on that. And, you know, there's a lot of clunky components to that. A lot of people do really well with driving for dollars. We've got a flip neighbors list that we do. And essentially what it is, you know, I flipped 47 houses last year. I took all 47 houses that I did and I had a VA scrape it. And so we took eight, the eight houses right around each of those 47 that we did. We pulled them, mm-hmm. skip traced them, and we started cold calling them. And that was, that was step number one. Step number two was I'm on every other wholesaler's list. So we'll take every other wholesale deal, any wholesale. Uh, so those are our flips. And then of course we did the same thing with our wholesale deals. I did the same thing with every other wholesaler's deal. I did the same thing with every community's got a local auction in my city. It's McCurdy. Mm-hmm. So every month there's a usually like 30 properties that are in the McCurdy auction and same thing. If that was an investment property that somebody was looking for, if it was a flip that I did, that I bought, if it was a wholesale deal, if it was another wholesaler's deal, I scraped the eight houses around it and we created what was called a flip neighbors list. That thing has been fire for us right now. So um, tell me the, th- the, the logic behind that. Cause because uh, you flipped the house, what would make you think that someone, you know, the eight people houses around it would want to sell? We buy everything off market. So, if mm-hmm. that was an off-market property that I purchased, mm-hmm. either through our own marketing or another wholesaler, that was a lead. I mean, that was a house that I bought, and mm-hmm. so it stands to reason, you know, and it's not a, a perfect, uh, you know, I've got houses that we do out in the suburbs, and, you know, they don't pop as well, but a lot of stuff that we do that we pick, and, uh, you know, we we don't hit crazy highs, you know, our market, you know, our average here, you know, we sell for 120 to 180, right. so, you know, that's a much lower price point, but... Needless to say, if that was a house that I ended up flipping, I bought off market, I was a lead off market, it was, you know, through some marketing or some other wholesaler or McCurdy auction, it stands to reason that if an investor bought that property, there could be one of the surrounding, you know, a lot of people do the door knockers, mm-hmm. you know, they'll say, well, they send their acquisition guy on an appointment, you go look at an appointment at 123 Main Street, I want you to go hang the door knocker on 121, 122, 124, 126, you know, Main Street. Okay. We do the same concept, but I don't have to drive around and do it. We simply scrape and you can scrape Facebook groups, you can scrape, uh, you know, any number of sources through the auctions, you know, through all these wholesale websites that are out there. I mean, you can hit investor lift, yeah. you know, find out where investment properties are hitting and then just pop them right in that neighborhood. Hmm. And that's what I do. I pay a VA to do it. We skip trace it. And that list has been, this has been fire, honestly. Um, that's a great, 
great nugget. There you go, man. (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah. And the cool thing about that is it gives you the credibility too, right? So you could just be like, Hey, we're an investor that just purchased a property right next door to you. We're just calling to, you know, we're looking for our next flip and they they know about it. Right. I mean, they're right there. They saw that. So do you feel like that also helps too, is the, the fact that they, they know that it's legit? Yeah. I mean, quite honestly, you know, if it's been one of our properties, it's had a sign in the yard. Uh, if mm-hmm. it's been some other investor, you know, maybe they've had a sign in the yard. But yeah, that's a feather in the cap. I mean, that's a, a silver lining I think, in the cage. I'll, I'm going to call regardless whether, you know, it could be an absentee owner and they may never see any activity in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, and again, this works. I mean, to me, this would be amazing in a larger market where you're kind of a needle in a haystack and, you know, a smaller market. I'm in a mid-sized market and it works really well. Mm-hmm. If you're in a smaller market and your marketing approach is, you know, you, you mail everybody, you call everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, it may not be as as uh, applicable, but you know, if you're in a mid market or higher, yeah. um, and you're really trying to strategically, you know, filter your marketing, something like that, it produces decent lists. I mean, as far as quantity, I mean, you know, you can pull something and you know, skip trace twenty thousand names. This is not yeah. that type of list. This is more of a a niche list, but it is uh, it's hidden for us. So anyway, I want to share. That no, with that's audience. that's amazing, and I think that's a great idea because I mean, you know how many flips are going across, you know, all over the United States. This list would be endless if you did the work, right? You you could oh, do. Find so many, yeah. yeah, you could find so yeah. many different opportunities like this. You could, yeah, you know, honestly, you could get go cuckoo on on that. But yeah, if you're, I mean, I'm focused on my my market. I I invest in my backyard, and that's what I've always done. So you know, I'm in a county of five hundred thousand, and it's very manageable. I can pull and scrape, and you know, you know, we do this every week. Um, you know, we're looking for these investment properties that are yeah. you know transactions. I mean, you could even you know pull cash transactions, pull pull that off. You know, any number of sources, and so. For the listeners, again, if they're going to build this, give them the criteria again so they can take action on it. What, what would you say the list is one more time? So I call it the flip neighbors list. And it's essentially, you know, any houses that we've flipped or wholesaled, any other wholesalers houses, you know, mm-hmm. uh, any any auction houses, any investment properties that have been popping on marketplace, Facebook groups, you know, your local wholesale groups, anything that's flying around as a FISBO or something like that. Mm-hmm. Now I'll take, I'll take those because, you know, again, Again, it's not we're not talking about tens of thousands of houses right you know we're talking you know several hundred and then we're, we're hitting on the, the eight eight to ten houses right around it as a potential that might that might be a good hit for us so, and this is and this it, is off market versus on market correct I don't do anything on I mean I do very 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 little on market right but you're not you're not looking at on market solds or uh-uh. on market uh-uh. uh, no, sale. No. this is all off market no, no. cool yeah all off market Great. Well, so hey, hopefully that's, that, yeah, that's awesome. a good list. I'd like to hear anybody that uh, does that and see if it's uh, successful. It's been great for us. Well, that conviction and you saying that is is huge because you know how many pe- how many people are like, yeah, yeah, pull the absentee owner list and you know half equity, you know fifty percent equity. You know everybody's hammering those, but this this is a this mm-hmm. is good and this is something that I think just like driving for dollars, it gives you a little bit more of a you know a targeted approach. Again, the best list is the one that you make yourself, uh, and the best true. you know data is the one that you can you know create yourself. And so, yeah, this isn't a list. You know, again, like the driving for dollars, it's not a list that you can just download. You got to make it. You got to sign into a VA, and they can make it. 
but it should hit a little bit sweeter. So well, I'm definitely going to put this into my course <laughs> of a list. Yeah, definitely for, sure, go for So, Hey man, I really appreciate your time. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to leave us with any nuggets or, you know, maybe even, well, obviously we're going to need to know how to get a hold of you, but any other nuggets before we get on how we can get a hold that, of you? That's it. I that's appreciate you having me on. I love, uh, you know, sharing that list. I'd love to hear any feedback on that, but yeah, best way to get a hold of me. Honestly, I'm on Facebook, uh, Jason Lavender, uh, uh, we're on TikTok, uh, Instagram, Jason underscore Lavender. I think that's about it. My company's Harmony Homebuyer. Yeah, reach out. I'm an open book, man. Anything, anytime, anywhere. Love I it. Love the chat. Well, hey, again, uh, Jason, it's been a pleasure having you on here. And uh, despite the technical difficulties, we persevere. We don't. We can't be stopped. <laughs> Yeah, my apologies. No, yeah, hey, good to chat with you. Ain't no worries. Well, yeah, and we'll and we'll be we'll be in touch. You know, uh, as you grow, as I grow, you know, we're gonna we're gonna help each other out more. So I appreciate. It. Thanks for being a go giver, and we'll talk to you later. All right, man. Thank you. Yeah, bye. Later.